So my dad passed away in 2015. We weren't talking and it took a month for his family to track me down. Before I ever knew he was gone, I started hearing from him in heaven. It consumed me. How is communication with the other side even possible? I left my corporate gig, studied with spiritual teachers on every coast, and worked with my angels to figure out the answers. Today, my mission is teaching you how to raise your vibration, shift your thoughts, trust your intuition, develop your unique spiritual gifts, and connect with your loved ones and angels on the other side. Friends, when you have these tools, life really does become heaven on earth. Hello everyone, this is Juliana, Julie's podcast producer. I wanted to let you know that this episode is a little different today. What we're doing is a session by Julie. There wasn't really an introduction, so I just wanted to come in here and to let you know. Here's the episode. I hope you enjoy it. You have the top four angels that work with healers. So you have Archangel Michael, Raphael, Gabrielle, and Serafina. And they all are working right now to help healers in this way. Who's the grandma on the other side that you were close to in this lifetime? It's my great grandma. She passed away when I was a freshman in high school. Okay. And who's the younger male who passed before his time? That might come to you later. I asked him to identify himself a couple of times. He was definitely here on earth. And it's somebody that you would have either known it's possibly even an acquaintance, like where you heard about their passing, but they check in on you from time to time. The only person I can think of, which is possible, is my, like, one of my first, like, boyfriends in, like, middle school. He overdosed in the past year. Okay. On my media that he had passed away. And I, I do think about him time to time. I pray for him and his family. They've been through a lot. Yeah. Know that that's him. Okay. And that he's not, like, a part of your spirit team, but he does come check in on you from time to time. Okay. It's a soul friend connection. Okay. So, so your grandma's coming in on this and she's talking about how she needs you to look at your purpose here, right? Because she makes me feel like you have felt very called like and pushed, but then sometimes you don't know which way to go. And she said, that's what this session is about today, about helping to bring some clarity to that. Here's what she needs you to know are two things. So there are some people who are more ADHD and there's some people who are more not. I think you're more the ADHD person, right? I used okay. to medicine for it when I was younger, yeah. Okay, <laughs> not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. It's the way that your mind works. But it does have a role in our spirituality and how just like empathy works differently, you know, for different people. So There are two things that she is saying first and foremost. One is that when it comes to that ADHD piece of us, it's almost as if our egoic mind works with us in two different ways. One, it says, oh my goodness, you should have been doing this so many years ago. And it like slaps you over the head, like making you feel guilty that you haven't started it sooner. Okay. 
And the other way that it works against you is it simultaneously can make you feel like you have all of this stuff to do. Look at this mountain that is in front of you. How in the world are you going to move this mountain? How are you going to do this? And it applies this pressure, right? That can make us feel overwhelmed to the point where we don't even start acting upon something. Okay. And she said, I need you to understand this because both of those things are untrue. She said, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. You weren't supposed to start this 10 years ago. You weren't supposed to start this five years ago. You weren't supposed to start this last year. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. The second thing is when it comes to that pressure, what's actually happening is your egoic mind is feeding you the energy of all the things. How old are you right now? 27. Okay. Of all the things that you are going to do on earth from the time that you are 27 until you are 101, right? That's almost like 75 years here. That's a lot of time. And it will put this energy in front of you as if you're feeling all of it, right? Because that's how vision works. You see what you're going to create in the future before it's right in front of you. And it's not even about manifestation. This is just the gift of sight. Okay. So it will use your sight against you in that way. So what you have to do is when you feel that heaviness and you feel that pressure, you have to talk back to the egoic mind and you have to say, no can do. I'm not accepting this pressure. I'm going to live in ease. I am going to live knowing that I have space over 75 years of my future to get all of this done. So you can take this pressure back, egoic mind. And instead, we're just going to live in ease and we're going to be in flow and we're going to do what we need to do because we know it's going to be divine time. The other thing that your grandma comes in saying is you can't get it wrong because she keeps saying that you feel like, what if I make a mistake? Like, what if I mess this up? And she said, you will keep continue to keep feeling called in a direction if it's the direction you're supposed to go because all of the higher selves of souls that are here on earth that are in heaven, like their higher selves are over there, but their physical bodies over here, they're part of your spirit team from above. And they're encouraging you. They're behind you. They're pushing you because your life and your work here impacts their life and their work here. So they know what's happening five years down the road. They know what's happening 10 years down the road. And they're so excited that they keep kind of like pushing you from behind a little bit. You're pushing against your back. Talk to me about what it is that you do for work right now because you work as a professional right now. Yes, I work in insurance. So right now I handle injury claims. So like when people get hurt in car accidents or at people's houses or dog bites, I do the liability investigations. I settle their claims. I'm the one that pays them. That's what I'm doing right now. Okay, perfect. And what is this piece that calls to you? with when it comes to healing. It's just funny that you've been saying that because this year I kind of had like this huge spiritual awakening and I've had 
I have the angels talk to me. I can, I can hear them in my mind. I know when they're there. And one of the nights I had on repeat a message, like it, it wouldn't even just stop. I couldn't think of anything else if I wanted to. It just kept going. I'm a healer. I'm a healer. I'm a healer. I had to write it in my journal to get it out of my head because it kept going. And so I, I did my Reiki one certification in September. I'm signed up for Reiki two in January. Um, yeah. So I just have dove right into it. I've got my crystals now. I've got a whole Reiki room in here with my beanbag, my plants, my mirrors, my, I mean, like I've done a 180 this year. I'm a different person. Yes. That is so fantastic. I'm so excited, but you know, intuitively that you have the gift of bringing through messages, but you haven't totally allowed yourself to accept or embrace that yet. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Michael is so working with you on this and Serafina is too. They're both like behind you, pushing you a little bit. It's starting to come out though. And it was as you were, cause they're showing me this vision of you like working on people. Tell me what's happening as you work on people in your Reiki, like volunteer sessions. So like, so far I've just been done it for like family and one of my friends, my brother though, when I did his session, it was overwhelming. We had a family friend that it was his best friend's sister that passed away when we were in high school. Um, it was very traumatic. It was a lot. And when I was doing his Reiki session, this was maybe a little over a month ago now, I I knew she was there. I like, not that I, I could see her in my mind's eye, right? Not physically, but I could see her in my mind's eye. I, I knew what she was telling me. She was telling me like all these things to tell him. And then as she went to like go away, she told me that when we see a hawk or like an eagle, like know that is her and we're supposed to smile. And so when the thing was over, I've never had like that many things come through. And so I was hesitating, like, do I tell him? Do I not? And so then like, I just started telling him like, you know, she was here and she said this and this and this. And then I said, when she left, she wanted me to tell you. And as soon as I said that she's a hawk, Julie, a hawk swoops down in front of his front window, starts circling around his yard that he's he's never seen back there before. He's never had one in that area. And then it just took off. And I looked at him and I was like, he goes, how did you do that? I'm like, I didn't do that. That was her. (laughs) It was just crazy, crazy. That's it. That is it. I've got a few announcements. This month's winner of the drawing is Mackenzie Payne, who gets one free session with me. Email me a screenshot of your five-star positive review on Apple Podcasts, Google Business, or my Facebook page for your chance to win next month. Details are in the show notes. Friends, in the Angel Membership in June 2021, Archangel Raphael and I are teaching you Self-Energy Healing 101 and Chakras 101. You'll learn how to give yourself an energy healing session, techniques to keep your energy clear, and how you can heal your own energy field. To join this course live or replay at any time, sign up for the Angel Membership Program today. Also, a new class of the Angel Reiki School begins on June 1st. Join this separate program to develop your unique spiritual gifts and become an Angel Reiki Master. I'm still offering private readings. 
To book one, sign up for our weekly angel email. Once a month, you'll get an email that contains a link to book your session online. One more thing, I am loving spending time with you live and answering your questions over on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Follow me on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new video content. Thanks for your support and for sharing this podcast with your people. Okay, so this is why you're having this session today, because we have a lot of catching up to do. We have a lot of talking to do. Here's what I find the most with students in the Angel Reiki School. There is a disconnect between what they have seen on TV and what they want their gifts to be, okay? And I can tell you 110% for certain that anybody who is filming on TV, even if it's in front of an audience, sometimes they work it a different way where they are recording for a long time to get the piece and the snippets that they want in order to put it on the show. So let's say somebody has a two hour reading they're going to take the best five minutes from that and and use that five minutes. It has created this preconceived notion that that's what the reading is supposed to be, where what the viewer and all of us are not seeing is all of the times that they asked questions, is all of the times that they got things wrong, and how it led to more information, because here's what I know for sure about this gift is that when somebody, it's not like you're commanding spirits right away, right? Like at the beginning of your session, that boyfriend, that ex-boyfriend was right there and he was standing right next to you the entire meditation that we did at the beginning, right? And your grandma was on the other side of you. But the girl that you spoke of was not there, right? She wasn't in your energy field. Doesn't mean that she's not connected to you, just means that she's not like coming through today. So if you ask me questions, I can ask her if she wants to bring through information Possibly not, though. You know, we don't know. Like, if she if she's not there, I can't make her and force her to be there. But what does happen is the way that spirit works with us all the time. It 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 is bound by the laws of our free will. Okay, so they're allowed to give us what they can give us, and not if it bypasses our free will. So they leave us breadcrumb trails, and they encourage us. And sometimes it's not that they're like shouting in a megaphone because it doesn't feel like that. It feels more soft. It feels like this gentle kind of tapping, Mm -hmm. this gentle, soft voice. But it's persistent in the way that it will not go away until what it needs is fulfilled. And what I have figured out is that that's because we as humans and our egos want to be at Z, right? We want all of the breadcrumb trail. We want the ending. We don't want to do all the hard work to get there. And it's not the way that it works. We have to start with A and that's the first breadcrumb that they give us. So the reason that that voice is persistent and it'll echo the same thing for some people for years, 
until they do what they are supposed to do is because they cannot give us more until we take what's in front of us and do what they've asked us to do with that. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay, so your grandma's saying the gift looks different, but is so powerful, right? The the gift looks different in real life than it does on TV, but is so real and so powerful and touches the lives and helps the lives of so many people. So they, they're saying, they said, we're saying this because you need to not get frustrated with what it looks like in real life. And the fact that you have to learn it and you have to get to understand it and you have to grow in it because that's all part of the process. But they said, you are absolutely going to be an incredibly powerful healer. You just have to keep going. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Yay. The other thing that they're encouraging me to tell you too, this is another way that your egoic mind is working with you. Some people will say to themselves, well, there's so many woo-woo people out there, right? And they're like, this is hot right now and there's no room, there's no space for me. But yet you drive down the street to your grocery store and there's how many churches that you pass along the way. Right. And it's not that I'm anti-church. It's just that you have to look at the big bird's eye view and people aren't feeling safe with church. Right. Church needs to change. Change isn't happening fast enough. And if you look at the statistics of where church was in the 1980s and how many people were attending, how many people are attending today and how many people they forecast to be attending 20 years from now, it's the difference I want to say when I looked at this, it's like 40 to 50% between the 80s and 20 years from now. It decrease, you're saying? Decrease. It's huge. And Spirit led me to this information in meditation one day. I wish I had the exact uh, percentages. But what they were trying to get to this point is it's spiritual health right? It's people's spiritual health. And that's not going away. In fact, there's going to even be more and more space for more healers. And they keep showing me like 14 waves of healers coming through. And they said, we're only on the third wave of healers right now. So you're really in at the beginning, they need you to have that information to know how on track you are. I love that. Oh, that's so good to hear because that has been something that I've thought of too. Yay. (laughs) Okay. So let's go deeper because they say that you've been working with your angels a lot. You've been working with your guardian angels. You've been working with your archangels. Michael is somebody that you've tapped into a lot, correct? I would say the most. Yes. Okay. Because he showed up first I want to talk to you about this. All right. How do I describe this? Sometimes the way that we were raised makes us less like woo woo, right? Like, uh, I don't know about that. That's kind of like how my filter works because of my programming and how I was raised. Okay. Uh-huh. It's not that things are bad. It's just how I was raised. Uh-huh. What they keep talking about is that you are going to be working with angels that aren't 
searchable via Google. Okay. Um, I Google all of them when they come in my head. So every time. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever used the term Google in a session before. That's yeah. what I do. <laughs> I Google everything. <laughs> okay. So what they keep saying is, here's how this works. So Serafina came in first and she was there almost immediately, right? When I started doing this work and she is undeniable in her energy. I mean, I can talk to you about her energy, just like I could describe my mom and her personality and her looks or any other person in my life. What ends up happening is they normally bring in one specific unknown angel first. They do this on purpose to help you understand the process of getting to know an angel that you can't Google and look up information about. So you will have angels come in that there's no information on. And what ended up happening with with me, and they're saying that this is what will happen with you too, is that all of a sudden in meditation one day, Serafina behind her were all of these other angels. And I'm like, now, wait a minute, what's happening here? (laughs) (laughs) And then they brought them forward, you know, just like a few more at a time, a few more at a time, kind of in two waves. I got them and there are other angels. And then once you go, oh, okay, this is how you get to understand what an angel is, because I did it the first time with Serafina. You understand that she has a look all to herself. You understand that she has a personality all to herself. You understand that she has a purpose and how she's connecting with humanity here all for herself. This is her work. Then you get to say, okay, I see these other four angels. Here's what they look like. And then you step in one and one at a time in meditation and you spend time with them and they start to step in, in your sessions. Have you had this happen where you're in sessions and like the angels just step forward. So I will be working on somebody. I'll move down to their sacral or their solar plexus. And, you know, Michael will show up with the inner child or Raphael show up to talk about the organs within the body. And they just step forward. Yes. I had that happen when I was doing my sister's mother, Teresa just came forward and I was like, I don't know where she came from, but Hey, Perfect. Describe to me what that looked like within your like visual as you saw that. So it's funny actually with her, this was the first time where normally I see more features. This one was more of like a feeling and a knowing, like I had a name, I had an energy in front of me. It felt very comfortable. It felt safe. It felt healing and caring and loving. And I had the name Teresa come to me and I could since in, in this case, when she came to me, she, she wasn't like an old woman. She was younger. So like I was getting that, but I wasn't getting before, like when I I've seen other times, like I'll have features and I didn't have the little details this time. Yeah. And I think it's because I didn't know her very well. I had looked into her. So I think my egoic mind was getting in the way going like, what am I supposed to see here? And I was trying to like plan it for myself. 
Yes, yes. And that's the the energy that we talk about all the time in the Angel Reiki school of this push-pull energy, right? Of we're not trying to force anything. We're allowing flow. We're the open portal. We're the tool. And we're just allowing ourselves to be aware of what's coming in. So perfect. I wanted you to describe that because that's how it works. Like when the Marys will come in, in a session, Mother Mary and Mother Magdalene, I'll first see like a picture of Mother Mary. And that's kind of her symbol to me that she's with. But then you kind of see her silhouette step forward. And if Mary Magdalene is there too, a lot of times the silhouette splits into two, where then you see, okay, well, there now you got the two Marys, you got Mary Magdalene, you got Mother Mary. That is how it works. And what'll happen is they come in with messages, which is why they were saying you're a messenger at the beginning. They will come in with messages and step forward to deliver the message and then step back when they're done delivering it. So it's almost like there is this spirit circle surrounding the person as you're in the session and you'll see somebody step forward. You'll see them step back. You'll see another person step forward. You'll see them step back. It's an indicator that they're the ones communicating the message. Okay. Okay. I never tell people that they have to go through the angel Reiki school. I don't believe in that. I believe that you should just work with like who you want to work with, but there are some things that you do need to know when it comes to communicating messages And you do have to kind of be aware and you have to think through what happens when a client you're working with is suicidal, right? There are, you have to have a plan for that. You have to know what you're going to do in that case, because that does happen. And there are times where I've had to kind of stop a session and extend a session and rebook the person after them to make sure that they get themselves the help or get where they need to be. There are certain things that you need to know too about projection. And these are all things that you should be like taught in a course like that, because like, let's say a healer, this is not you what whatsoever, but let's say a healer's like, 45 years old, she's been divorced twice, a woman comes into her having marital issues for a session. And the woman says, Oh, well, you're gonna get divorced. That's projection. And so we have to be careful about that. So you want to get tools and you really want to hone in on your craft and learn it. I believe in just learning throughout your entire life from different people, because I think you're learning different nuggets and it helps your evolution. It helps you to be the best healer you can be for the clients that are coming to you. I want to touch on, you know, as soon as I said that example about the healer being divorced, your grandma goes, would you tell her that's not her? And she wants to talk about you and the relationship. Are you with somebody? Yes, I'm married. Okay. Because she loves him, like loves him, loves him, loves him. Have you guys just been married though for like a short little bit, like a year or two? We've been married for three years, but we've been together for eight years. Okay. You guys don't have any kids yet, correct? Yeah, correct. But you're planning on it, right? Because she shows me your early 30s. 
that's that's what he would want. I'm like, any day, let me know when. <laughs> but he's pumping the brakes. <laughs> but that makes sense. It aligns with our big future plan. So we'll see. Oh, my goodness. It's not that you can't have kids sooner. You absolutely can. She says, though, it kind of does resonate in your heart with your timeline for yourself of like wanting to get your business together. I thought that a million times, too. (laughs) Yeah, I think part of me just my whole life, I've wanted to be a mom. So in my head, I'm just like, I'm ready, whatever. But deep down, I know like it would make a lot more sense and it would be a lot better and be a better mom for my kids if I did wait a few years and got a few more ducks in a row. <laughs> no, and you know, and it's just, it's just an individual thing. It's just where you're at and where your energy is at. The other thing is she says that you really want to travel. Like I know 2020 has been a total bummer for traveling, but she's like, get those trips in. Would you please tell her that once the babies come, there really isn't these big international trips, you know, for a couple of years. (laughs) That's been what I've been nagging my husband about for like the past two months now. I'm like, can we travel yet? He's like, not yet. I'm like, can we travel now? Get it now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've got our summer 2021 tickets all lined up. Yes. I know. Yes. Do it. Here's what's, what's going on there is we need creative forces that nourish us and feed us just like food. And Travel is that for some people. It is that for you. And so I see you taking a couple of trips. It's not just one. It's like two or three really massive trips over the next couple of years. I don't know all of these places too, but is there somewhere in like the South Pacific that you wanted to go as well? Geography. Where is the South Pacific? Like like the Bora Bora. Oh my God. I just, I could show you the text. I just texted my cousin. We were talking about her honeymoon. I said, I need you to check out Bora Bora for me because I'm dying to go. I said, Italy, but Bora Bora was the first one I said to her. <laughs> oh my God. Cause okay. There's a little resistance within you. Here's what I'm talking about. We want something 110%. And then our egoic mind comes in and says, are you for real? Bora Bora is so out of the budget. Like this is not possible. And then like the dream dies. Right. And she's like, Bora Bora is real. You could do this. Bora Bora is something that can actually happen. So she said, stop. This is your grandma. Stop poo-pooing the idea. Stop blocking the idea. Stop resisting the idea. And instead open yourself up in a different way and say, God, I don't know how Bora Bora is possible, but if you do, I know anybody, I know if anybody can do it, you do and make a way. I am open. My heart is open to you making a way. And that's all you have to leave it at. I like that. I can do that. Yeah, for sure. Remember how I talked about the breadcrumb trail earlier and how spirit will bring through different things as the conversation continues, you know, your grandma just brought in something and she said, one of the things that you would like to do as a healer, and this isn't right now, but this is like maybe 15 years down the road or 10 years down the road is create a travel program, like a healing travel program. 
and do like retreats where you take people to Sedona or Italy or Bora Bora, you know, all these different places. Yes. She said, that's absolutely possible too. And she said, you know, when the kids are older and you're able to do that once or twice a year or however many times, she said, do it because it will be so rejuvenating for your soul and for the people who are attending, you know, to get what they need out of it too. They're life-changing events. I love that. Yeah. Love that. Because that's been on my bucket list that I'm going to do, go on one myself. And so it's funny that she brings that through, that that'll be me one day. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Beautiful. Michael is talking about your guides as something that you wanted to talk about today. I don't really bring through guides. I work almost exclusively like with loved ones and Mm -hmm. angels. I can tell you that we do have guides. I could probably train myself to go into it deeper. It just never like naturally shows up. Mm -hmm. I believe that our loved ones in a lot of ways are our guides as well. But I do believe that we have guides as friends that Mm -hmm. we have on the other side that are more spiritually advanced than us who are leading us forward. And Michael says that that's something that you can go into deeper with automatic writing. Okay. Yeah. And kind of channel that through. Have you gone into that at all? Automatic writing? Your guides. I've tried. I do meditations where I do, but I don't get like as clear of like the energy feeling I do when it's the angels or saints and that coming through to me. So it is a lot more fuzzy. I mean, I've had experiences here and there where I just know like I know. Yep. But it's not as clear. I want you to focus in on one in particular because I don't normally bring through guide information, but there's an older gentleman that's presenting himself as a guide and he feels like he was more like a brotherly, a best friend energy in past lives. Not romantic in any way, shape or form, just that person that you were able to open up to. Okay. And I want you to go deeper into who he is. Okay. I want to talk about, do you have the sister? I have a younger sister. Okay. What's your and her relationship like? We're really close. She's one of my best friends. Call her my twin. She is the sweetest thing in the world. She, trust me, can hold her own and take care of herself. But as your big sister, I always feel protective over her. But like, really, she's the one that like, she's got to take care of me because I'm the softy and she's, she's the badass for sure. (laughs) That's awesome. And who's the grandfather on the other side? Is that dad's dad? That's my mom's dad. And I never got to meet him. He passed before I made it here. Okay. I don't know exactly what the connection is, but he keeps coming in talking about your sister and like kind of showing me that he's a part of her spirit team. Now, is she not married yet? She is not married. And is she not with somebody no, she is not this one. She had a heartbreak and she hasn't she hasn't really found someone since then. Okay, because they're coming in talking about her and wanting her to know because I feel like she's been in this state of like, is this ever going to happen? What if this never happens? What if I never meet my person? And he's so sweet, his energy coming through. And he's like, would you just tell her that she's okay? That, you know, everything that she wants is going to come in. He said, it's just not time right 
right here, right now. He makes me feel like he's so proud of the work that she's doing at her job too. What does she do? She she graduated early. She got her nursing degree in three years. So she's only 21. And during the pandemic, she went out and she's an ICU nurse. Um, she works the night shifts. Wow. He's the best. So no. And would you tell her for um, them that they're all surrounding her on this? Okay. And kind of giving her the strength. I feel too like her egoic mind has been working with her a lot this year of, can I actually do this? And, but I don't know as much as other people know. And they said, you absolutely can. You're doing a great job. We're so proud of you. Just keep going. I will definitely tell her that. She will be so excited. Yeah. Yes. She, they keep saying, allow yourself when, and this is for her, allow yourself to be selfish and really allow yourself to like tap into what it is that you want because she holds that back from herself a lot. She doesn't allow herself to have that. And she's worked so hard, you know, I was just in a course right before this. And they gave this great metaphor of we all have three different kind of components as women, the princess, the queen, and the wise woman. And she doesn't allow herself. She's always been like the queen, right? The hard worker pushing through, determined, structured. She doesn't allow that princess to come in and have as much fun as she wants. And she doesn't allow herself to trust her wise woman within herself. And she needs to do more of that. Okay. Because if you're the queen all the time, you burn out. True. Very yeah. true. Yeah. Yep, I can totally see that. Now talk to me about your questions. I want to leave it open if you have any questions for, for them. Yeah. One of them, a few of them you already answered. I always said that when I meditate, I prominently feel two energies with me, a masculine and a feminine but Seraphina and Michael, that explains that. I just want, and if he comes through, you know, that's that's nice. If not, it's okay. But my husband was so, 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 so close with his grandfather. And we were in Costa Rica when the whole pandemic became a thing. The toilet paper went off the shelves. And while we were there in Costa Rica, he had a dream. And my husband never remembers his dreams. But he saw his grandpa at an airport. And he just ran up and just hugged him. And I just wanted to see... If he's there, if he's not, totally get it. But if there's anything that comes through for him that I could pass along to my husband, I know it would mean the world to him. And if not, that's okay. He can dream about him again. (laughs) Yes. Did he say anything in that dream? Because he makes me feel like he was trying to impart a message of like you guys being safe and everything was going to be okay on your trip back home. Because I don't know if you guys were worried getting back on the plane, but he was trying to kind of impart that message. He also takes your husband's energy of just how he naturally is here on earth and ties it to your sisters in that way we were just talking about being that determined person all the time, focusing on business all the time. And men can think about this too in the opposite way, right? You've got the king, the prince, and the wise man, and and he's the king all the time. And that's a hard cross to bear. I mean, that's heaviness all the time. And so you can give that metaphor to him too, of he needs to be the prince and have more fun. And he needs to be the wise man sometimes and just trust his gut, trust his intuition. Does he work with finance in some way? He is 
the money man. That's what revolves around his life. He's always budgeting and this and that. But in his job, he's in insurance and he does all like risk and safety assessments for businesses. Now he's a little older than you, but not much, right? He, I'm actually two weeks older than him. Okay. Okay. Perfect. What he keeps coming in saying is that your spiritual awakening will impact him. Maybe not right away, right? But he is going to learn how to slow down, how to tap in. He needs it for his business sense too. More than he thinks he does, he needs to know how to slow down, tap into his intuition to hear it. It's more as he becomes a leader within his industry, because that's where they're pulling him up to is leading other people, being responsible for other people. And what happens a lot of times is we make wrong decisions when we lead with fear, right? And so we get in our head, we're like, oh, shit, got to do this. Oh, my God, you know, we're going to make this call. And he's so right on point, though, when he leads from his intuition. So it's not like when I work with my husband, I don't hit him over the head with things. I just kind of gently say stuff and I allow him to take it or not. Like I'm not going to nag. I'm not going to repeat myself over and over again. What you'll see, though, is just you holding a high vibration will change the vibration of the entire house over time. And he'll tune up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I love- yeah, yeah. He he doesn't believe. Well, okay, I shouldn't say he doesn't believe, but he he says he needs proof of like a higher power. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what he wants. Like the skies to part and the angels to come to him. I'm not sure because I tell him stuff all the time, and I told him about the hawk with my brother, and I've seen orbs with my brother there. Like, we both see the same thing, and I'll go and explain it to him, and he's just like, I need me. I need that. And I'm just like, oh, Brian. So I'm happy to hear Grandpa say. Yeah. His mind will become more open, because it has already over time, but yeah. I know we cross paths for a reason, and I think that there's more for him in the future. And we're not supposed to have all the puzzle pieces. Like we said at the beginning, you have visions within you of the future that aren't going to come about some of them for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, but they will come about and their energy is with you because did you see the flash as I said that? No, what was that? And they do that sometimes when they like emphasize it's like sometimes in a session, they'll have me look over at the clock and uh, cause there was no flash with the lights yeah, no. flash in the screen. Yeah. I know it's weird. It does that. They do that sometimes they'll have me look at the clock too. When I'm in a session, they'll be like, Julie, look at the clock and that'll be an angel number. And they'll be like, just to confirm exactly what we're saying. <laughs> that you just brought up the angel number because I just realized the other week I never realized it before then we met on 6-6 we got engaged on 111 and we got married on 99 and when if you write out 6-6-1-1-1-9-9 it's like a perfect mirror oh my the craziest thing Totally. Totally. Well, here, let me tell you this. And this isn't a projection because I've asked them three times if if they really wanted to bring this through. There's just sometimes similar things between a healer and a client that 
fall along the same line. So, so spirit will pull that from the healer's memory, pass it across the table to the person. I've always had this vision of my husband being incorporated in this work and they keep saying it's not time yet. It's not time yet. I keep seeing this vision of us at do like kind of doing these bigger conferences and having a ton of people there, but he's part of it. And so we were, now this is a long ass journey, right? Like we have been married for 12 years, we've been together for 13 years. At the beginning, he said that he was atheist. Then it was, he's agnostic. He doesn't know what he believes. So we're sitting on the couch the other night, 12th anniversary. And he goes, you know, so I've been listening to these podcasts, other podcasts, yeah. and he goes, they're all talking about this transcendental meditation. And he's like, I think I want to try it. And all of a sudden spirit comes walking by with this vision <laughs> that I had for all these years of him at the conferences. And they're like, see, we told you. And if you had asked me even a year ago, is that fucking possible? I would have been like, absolutely not. Like this man is never going to be on board in that way to be a part of it. And then I got this click, you know, exactly when he said that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So he's like, do you want to do this? And I'm like, absolutely. (laughs) How fast can we sign up? (laughs) That is so funny. I love that. I love it. Perfect. So that's how it happens, right? You don't have to push. You don't have to say you're wrong. You don't have to get into arguments about it. You just let it lie and you let spirit work their magic with him and help him to awaken in his time. That's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for like this journey that's ahead of you. I'm so excited for all of the angels that you're going to be working with and the messages you're going to be bringing through and the people you're going to be helping. I asked them if there was any last kind of like words of wisdom that they wanted to impart. They keep showing me your mom and walking. I don't know what that is in relation to. It could be a couple things. One my mom is on this amazing weight loss journey this year and she has been hitting her steps every day for months now. And she is like dedicated, like it's snowing outside and she's still walking. Yeah. So it could be something with that. It is also her mom, my grandma, she fell this year, a couple, like, oh God, it was a month and a half ago now. And so she's finally like trying to walk again. My mom has been the one that needs to take care of her. So it could be both those things. Both. It is both. And here's, you know, this is exactly what they do. Just so that you know, when you're in, you know, healing sessions, they give you something. And then as soon as you start talking, they'll highlight circle different things that they want to go deeper into. So when it comes to your mom in her weight loss journey, I want you to tell her this is a direct message from her dad on the other side. You know how we all do these, this thing where we lose weight and they're like, Uh, do we keep the old clothes or do we just get rid of them? Like, what if, what if, what if? Uh And he goes, get rid of the old clothes. He said, it's never coming back. You are a totally new person and you will hold this new love of taking care of yourself for forever. So he said, allow yourself to release any fear and what ifs. Okay. Now, he was married to grandma when he passed, right? Because he stands right next to her energy on this fall. 
He also says that this message, though, is more for mom, where he says, grandma's not going anywhere anytime soon. Grandma is hard, strong-willed, and she has got her roots dug into this earth. And he said, as much as I would love her to be over here with me, she's not going anywhere. Did you see the flash again? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. So just know this, like, there's nothing wrong with my lights. Like this is not my lights because it was like a flash down here at the bottom of the screen. Like the whole screen does it. Oh my God. So know that that is him validating. Okay. That, that grandma is just fine. She is here and tell your mom to stop worrying so much. Okay. Also tell your mom that he hears her. And when she says, well, I don't hear him back. Yes, she does. But it's not sounding like his voice. It sounds like her own internal dialogue. She just doesn't know how to trust it yet. You're going to help her with that as you become a deeper healer. You get deeper into it and you understand more about it. Okay. I love that. Yay! I can see it. Oh, Julia the boss. This oh. is everything I needed. I can't thank you enough. Oh, I love you. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Amazing. Thank you so much. I hope you have the best new year. 2020 is done. We did it. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Awesome. Blessings to you, friend. Thank you so much. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Beautiful souls, I'm so excited to announce that my book on angels and how they're working miracles in your life will be available on Amazon fall of 2021. If you're listening on or after fall of 2021, check it out. Friends, if you'd like to work with me each week, my angel membership program is perfect for you. You can join at any time and you get access to past courses. In 2021, I'll be teaching you about a new topic each month. We started the year in February with a course on oneness and raising your vibration. March is angel communication, how to hear your angels. April is trusting your intuition. May is knowing your soul's purpose. June is working with Archangel Raphael to learn self-energy healing techniques and Chakras 101. July is rewriting the stories you've been holding on to. August is all about rewiring your mind to move past blocks. September is energetically working through ancestral trauma. October is working with your inner child and Archangel Michael. November is a guide to being an empath. Then we're rounding out the year with a course in December that helps you connect with your loved ones on the other side to help you deepen your personal connection with them. And in January 2022, we'll be back with a whole new course on manifestation and co-creation. You get all of this live group access to me, two new pre-recorded Reiki healings, and advance notice to book a session with me when you're an angel member. Sign up for the angel membership anytime. If you're listening in 2022, please know that we're planning to add new content each month. For details and to sign up, view the show notes below. 
Friends, the only thing that's not included in the Angel Membership right now is the Angel Reiki School, where you learn to develop your unique spiritual gifts. Whereas the Angel Membership is about your awakening journey and your personal spiritual growth, the Angel Reiki School, on the other hand, certifies you as an Angel Reiki Master Teacher and teaches you the art of energy healing and bringing through messages for your clients. Friends, if you're feeling called to the Angel Reiki School, it's because the souls you're here to help on earth, well, they're omnipresent piece of them. You know, they're higher selves on the other side. That's what's behind you, pushing you, fueling you to become who you're meant to be. Because when you do, They know your work will shift the trajectory of their life here. That's what I mean when I say you have big, big purpose in this lifetime. A new class of the Angel Reiki School starts on the first of each month. Speaking of the Angel Reiki School, we're going to need about 800 volunteers this year. We select volunteers from people who've written a five-star positive review and emailed us a copy. That way, we have a way of contacting you for your free volunteer session. Many of you have asked if I'm still booking sessions, and the answer to that is yes. I love, love, love my sessions with you. We have a new system where we send out an email once a month with a link to my calendar for you to book online. It's really easy. All you have to do is sign up to be on my email list on my website, theangelmedium.com. I've been spending a ton of time going live with you on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and I'm having a blast with it. Join me over on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new content, teaching videos, and actual video footage of these podcast episodes. Friends, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for being part of this community and listening to this show. I truly feel that this is your show and the angel's show, and I just feel so blessed to be a part of it. You're the most supportive community a podcaster could have. I pray for you every day. If you have a special prayer request, you can submit it through my website homepage and I'll be praying for you personally. Now for the oneness meditation, which is the last five minutes of every episode. And as you do this meditation, you'll raise your vibration and the vibration of the planet. Friends, what I want you to do is to just get into a relaxed position. If you are driving, operating machinery, need to concentrate, then this meditation is not for you. But anyone who is able to focus their attention on it, please join me. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that your socks, your shoes are off and that your bare feet are able to connect with the soil of the earth. And down through the bottom, the soles of your feet are these large roots that go down far and wide into the earth. 
those roots go down far and wide, anchoring you into the earth as if you were a tree yourself. And up through those roots comes this beautiful, yummy, tingly energy. It begins to tingle at the tip of your toes. I want you to allow this yummy, tingly energy to just dance up over your feet around your ankles. Feel this yummy, tingly energy as it moves up over your calves, your shins, all the way up to your knees. Feel this energy at your knees and allow it to move up the thighs, the hamstrings, all the way up to the sides of the hips. I want you to allow this energy to move from the hips up to the base of your spine, the base of your stomach. And I want you to feel this energy as it climbs up the spine and the stomach all the way up until it reaches your heart. As you feel this yummy, tingly, sparkly energy surrounding the outside of your heart, filling the inside of your heart, notice how your entire body comes into a gentle state of ease. Allow this energy to move up into the shoulders, into the neck. Feel it as it fills your entire head front to back, side to side, top to bottom. And then feel this energy as it moves through the hair follicles on the top of your head so that you feel this yummy tingliness two inches to ten feet or higher above the top of your head. Friends, you might feel like there's a string above your head lifting you up towards the sky. You might feel an airy floatiness. You might feel an expansive spaciousness. What I want you to do from here is imagine that there is this large opening at the crown of your head. It's the size of a cereal bowl, right? And I want you to imagine that it extends upwards towards heaven and that God sends this loving, peace-filled oneness energy. It's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's bliss, it's ease, it's grace. And God just sends this energy through the crown of your head. It moves through your head, down through your neck, down through your shoulders, and it starts to pool, this God energy starts to pool around your heart, within your heart. And I just want you to feel that for a moment. And I want you to just tap in and notice. I want you to notice that your heart, your physical heart, is one with your body. And I want you to notice 
notice that your heart and your body are one with the air surrounding you. And I want you to notice that your heart, your body, the air surrounding you are one with all life here on earth. All plants, all people, all animals. loved ones on the other side. See them. See them in detail, friends, because you seeing them in detail is the exact same thing as you going to them on the other side, knocking on their door, asking them to spend time with you. They love you so incredibly much. They want to spend time with you. They want to develop that relationship with you. When they're there, you're here. I know it's different, but you can still have that beautiful, incredible relationship. All of these beings, your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side, they form your spirit team who's always working to guide you, direct you, protect you. Friends, what I want you to do is just take some time with them right here, right now. What they want you to know is that they are working with you all the time. What they want you to know is that they are sending you signs and symbols to show you that they're next to you. Friends, they ask you to see that they are bringing in gift after gift after gift through your heart chakra to bless your life with miracles. Friends, it's your job to remain open, to believe, and to trust that they are working miracles in your life. Friends, I love you. They love you so incredibly much. Stay open and know, believe, trust, have faith, know like you know like you know that they are working with you always. See you here next time. Have a blessed day.